this night. And, uh, of course, that will last for half an hour, huh? Anna, 
Blanche, I've got to get this stuff in from the tire. Oh, no. I can't bear it. Blanche? Mm-hmm. Don't let that blanket. Let's keep it warm. Oh. Blanche. I didn't think you had to come out of the car. My job. I'm the man. I'm the same. Oh, you're the one. I didn't mind. I forgot another one. Isn't the fire lovely?
Jackson may knock the old Joanna a bit off center when they use it out of six foot van, you know, love. Well, all that's different to your plan, though, will it, sweetheart? Jerkins in there, Jerkins. All right, miss out the tomatoes. Come on, chop, chop, into the kitchen. Here. Hot children, you two. Chocolate mud. Hot runny soup in mud. Music. I feel like dancing. But I thought you had a freaking headache. Well, that was five minutes ago. I've taken Grandpa Headache Powders since. Grandpa Headache Powders kill pain, soothe pain, nerves, and lift depression. Grandpa Headache Powders are extra effective because they have a triple action. Grandpa Headache Powders work extra fast because they dissolve almost immediately. Get fast effective relief from any pain, all pain. Get Grandpa Headache Powders. Ah, Grandpa. Oh, darling, where did you look at her? You're enjoying yourself? The party's great. Yes, it was until I ate. Well, take a digel. I always keep some in my bag. But I already took an antacid. Yes, darling. A digel is much more than an antacid. Digel has double action. There's a layer of antacid plus a layer of semethicin. It's the semethicin that relieves that dreadful beauty feeling. Here, try a digel. Like they say, when you eat too well, demand digel. in having a house of one's own is there. We might just as well live as your mother's. Kate? Kate? 
Thompson, work tonight, Gavin. I'll never forgive. It's Friday. It's not your work tonight. Around her like a terrier. She's had a shock. She needs rest now. A lot of rest, not you. But she, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know who I am. She's been like this ever since I came home. Why did I have to get that late train? She ought to go to her mother, as you suggest. Where's the house? Take her, but do something for me. When you have her settled... No, I'll arrange for the ambulance. See, that's me. When you have her settled... Come and see me. We're going to bear to us again. I don't keep you long. You know, just do as I ask. Will you, Mr. Holroyd? Thank you, Mr. Mothers. Thank you, Mr. Taylor. All right. 
whole thing. It's terrifying. I'm going out of my mind. Hansford, he's a marvelous man, but he seems lost as well. Poor mother's... What the devil's happened to her, Doctor? Hansford said him very carefully, won't commit himself at all. I also want to say, oh, the symptoms are such and such, therefore she's suffering from X, Y, Z, you know? Uh, I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to tell it to you before you get an inaccurate, garbled account of it from someone else. And also because I think you are intelligent enough to make of it, well, what needs to be made of it. Sorry? Uh, I'm not a superstitious man, Holroyd, but certain things worry me. Things I can't explain. Now listen. The house you bought in Woodford, the house your wife was unhappy in, and the house you subsequently took her away from, was built in 1802 by a man called Jack Faber. It's got 1800 miles built at a later date. Jack Faber built the house and brought his bride there. Two years later, he surprised his wife with a lover. He killed the man. He strangled his wife and hung her body from the lich gate. He was taken and tried and condemned to die for the double murder. From the gallows, he declared that even though you hang me, his language is quaint and ease and vows, and <laughs> Even though you hang me, I shall return to my home, and I shall dwell there with my bride. <clears throat> he swore this on oath, and then they stretched his neck and laid him in murder's corner. In the graveyard is tried under, and I can verify the gas works down on the side now. Well, I tell you what it's worth. As a man of medicine, I want to say it's all nonsense, but I can't. Perhaps I'm not worthy of my calling. The best doctors are irreligious and have no truck with curses and life on another plane and all that. Yeah, it is. Jack Faber. All he was short of was a bride. And so he tried to take mine. I don't know how to write that. I don't know. So we intruded, I suppose. And now he's in position again. Well, just what to say about that. Goodbye, Doctor. Well, I'm going to keep in touch with Hansford. I'll know how she progresses. Thanks. Never suffered. Never felt anything at all. 
Not even at the end. Just went very quietly. It was like someone had lost their soul. And just wondered. Not recognizing anyone else. Anything. I don't know where I'll go, Doctor. Perhaps I won't go anywhere. You see, I watched Jack Faber's house burn. And he's been just across the hill there. And I had a perfect view. It's very beautiful. But then fires all go. Big fires. Gerald, when it was all nearly over, just black and smoke and lakes of water and soot, and it all looked sad I saw from out of the center of the smoke walking out across the grass, looking up at the trees where I was standing. I saw him. And he came to where I was and stood in it. Looked at me and smiled. Hardly seemed scary. All that it was by a house. Bye.